Yes, it's Thursday night, it's 8 o'clock, it's time for another broadcast. How the bloody hell are you doing, whatever you're watching? I'm Billy Kirkwood, allegedly. We've got ourselves an amazing show for you tonight. Uh, the way it was going to work is we're going to talk to Richard Gibson, Powerlifter. We're so excited. Before we kick things off, now is your chance to get your questions in. If you want to put them to Richard, it could be anything at all. Make sure maybe it's about powerlifting, maybe it's about fitness, maybe it's about working out in lockdown. Anything at all, hit us up with the questions in there and let us know Tell you what, big crowd watching tonight from all over the place. We've got people watching from, oh, let's see, we've got people watching quite local to me in Ayrshire. We've got Glasgow, we've got Newcastle, we've got our pals in New Zealand. Let us know whatever you're watching tonight. Uh, the way this works is simple. Uh, all you need to do is sit down, grab a drink, grab a cup of tea, and listen out for our broadcast where we get to interview amazing, wonderful people from the world of uh, theatrics, creativeness. Uh, we've also talked to athletes, and that's what we're doing tonight. We've spoken to MMA fighters. We've spoken to uh, pro wrestlers. We've spoken to uh, downhill mountain bikers. We've spoken to all manner of athletes, but we've never had the chance to speak to a powerlifter, and that is what we're doing tonight. Sorry, I'd like to apologize about my wobbly mic. It happens with age. Uh, here's another one for you just quickly. Uh, whatever you're watching, and if you are enjoying broadcast, if you're a fan of broadcast, or maybe it's your first time ever watching, say hello in the comments. Let us know what's going down. Hit us up in the comments. Uh, we'd love to hear from you tonight. Right, before we kick off, one last thing. Hit that share button. We want to get as many people watching tonight as we can. And uh, just quickly, we have got... Uh, oh, look at that. Some of our pals are watching from America. Good on you. Uh, you guys could probably do with a wee bit of a release. We've got more followers than Donald Trump. Right, let's get this rocking. Uh, please would you welcome my guest tonight. I'm very excited to get an opportunity to talk to him. Uh, sounds creepy, but I've been watching his Instagram videos all day. Uh, I hope that doesn't get... <laughs> that sounded uh, way too creepier than I expected. Uh, but I'm delighted to have on a show, brought athlete, powerlifter. Let's hear from Mr. Richard Gibson. How you doing, Richard? Yo. How's it going, guys? Uh, all good? Not too bad. We've got people watching from... All around the world tonight, we've got our pals Fantastic. in New Zealand that are watching. Uh, I don't know if it's any of our, our powerlifting pals over there, or maybe it's our bearded pals. Uh, where where are you right now, man? You're, you're in your house, is that right? Yeah, I'm in the front room, literally chilling out to the max. Uh, can't really do a lot nowadays with this lockdown, so yeah. I'm just... I know we're all getting sick of it, I know the end is in sight, but bloody hell, man. Uh, crazy. Folk are staying safe. They're doing an amazing job. And the thing is, it must be a nightmare for, for you because obviously you want to get to the gyms. Uh, you want to get out there yeah. and, and train as much as you can. But yeah, if you want to see adaptiveness, right? Uh, I noticed on uh, Richard's Instagram earlier on today that they seem to be this little gym that he was going to. It seemed like this little gym that had a real family <laughs> atmosphere, but <laughs> a weight oh. and plates and i think a playstation in the corner you've turned yeah, your yeah. room into a gym it is we literally i'm very lucky okay because my wife she does powerlifting as well she's right. extremely strong and okay i mean that's how we met actually funny enough in the gym and uh she's very she's very supportive of me and i'm very lucky so yeah. she ended up buying us a bench and we stuck right. it straight in the front room. <laughs> and we got some rogue plates. We've got the barbell. <laughs> We've got literally, I mean, guys, I can show you. Literally, Could you? you? It's like, you're not going to believe this until you so, see it. Check this out. Check this you out. You've got the sofa, which is literally, hang on, oh, that way. And then you go straight to the bench. 
And there's the big rogue plates as well. Check them out. Everything We've got the rogue needs. plates. We've got the TV with the trophies. Ideal. Oh, and God. the PlayStation 5. Which yes! Is obviously obviously yeah. the best thing. You got absolutely everything. To, uh, lots of people are asking, right? We've actually, uh, James has actually just sent me a message. You met your wife in the gym. How did? Yeah, how is that? I did. I mean, surely. I mean, I mean, I'm not one to get too personal. We've only, we've only just met. But did you chat up your wife in the gym? You or? Know, when people say you shouldn't perv in the gym, let me just say, one in every hundred, it worked. Oh, and, I see. Now, nah, in fairness. I was training with one of my friends at the time and right. I spotted Tanya on the other side of the gym and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> she's very strong, like I said before. Um, when she was, uh, well, I'd say she was roughly around the 60, 65 kgs mark and she was deadlifting like nearly 180 kilos. And that's like nearly triple body weight. And I, I just, I hadn't seen anything like that for like, you know, in the area where I'm from. Yeah, and then just got chatting, and yeah, one thing led to another, and uh, yeah, now we're married. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you know, do you know what the most romantic bit about that story is? The fact that you 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 remembered the weights. I thought that was the most <laughs> romantic thing about that story. Yeah. I just we're I working kgs in this family. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Now there's there's so much to get in. I mean, you've got the home gym, you've got the setup, but uh, you're obviously. Uh, best, be, Br British bench press champion. Is that right? Is that would that That's be the right? Yeah. right I've it? won the record. Well, I've won the title twice. Yeah. Yes. I hold records in the region, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I just but that's with bench press. I specialise in bench press. I'm on, okay. like I said, I'm on the British team. Yeah. Um, before COVID, got to travel around the world and compete against the best in the world. You know, and it was fantastic in Europe. Uh, sorry, yeah, in the whole of Europe, I was like number four. Oh, wow. And in the world, I came sixth, which was, you know, That's it's huge. It's such an achievement for myself. Um, yeah. But like winning the nationals is just, yeah, you can't explain, you know, you've got the best in the UK turning up. And yeah, and it's, it's not, it's quite a weird one because obviously your last lift, you've got to be quite strategic with it because if someone weighs less than you, Right. and they lift the same, then they're going to win. So they win on uh, points because of their body weight. Oh, so right. you have to kind of play it safe. So I was going up against one guy, um, and our last lift was exactly the same, but he weighed less than me. So I'm like, oh, no. crap, if if I miss this, or if I get this and he gets this, then right. he's going to beat me. So I was like, look, I'm going to play it safe. So I put two and a half kilos extra. <laughs> so then he went right. first. He got his lift, and then I was like, okay, this is all down to me now. And yeah, got mine, and then I won. So that was cool. That was wild. It's wild that even in the, the heat of competition, like people might think powerlifting is just purely about the competitive side, but it's the fact that you've also got to do those kind of these, like almost a psychology side to it as well. Yeah. I mean, not only you're what you're doing there. You're talking to each other as well, and you're kind of trying to play the games in their head. You know, you're like, oh, you know, like, you know, Imagine if we done this. Imagine if you, when you pressed it, you pressed it too far, you know, backwards. <laughs> or do so you start playing the mind games? Oh, <laughs> and wow. you, you're kind of hoping that that person, they're going to go out and think, oh, no, hang on a minute. What am I doing? <laughs> you know? 
it's like kind of passive we're a very aggressive friendly tactic. community we all get on really well with each other that's, that's amazing we, we've i've got to ask because it's we've we've spoke to athletes like mma fighters uh, yeah. uh um, body sculptors so all manner of things bodybuilders but in, in terms of this type of competition that you were going how how did this kick off for you what was your journey into powerlifting what was what where, where did this come from for you so that all started when uh, I just signed up to a normal gym. Um, I wasn't a very big guy before I got into training. I was only yeah. like 60 kgs, um, like nine and a half stone, six oh. foot one, quite thin at the time. Um, but I'll, my... I'll be honest, I don't think I've been that weight since I was like nine. I found my strength levels were a little bit higher than the average person. Um, right. especially with bench press and uh -huh. I just kind of worked my way up um, and then yeah I've just just gone from there really the first time um, I ever entered for my first ever powerlifting comp um, you know you've got to give numbers of what you're going to open with like, for your lifts uh -huh. and they and it was a friendly comp so there was no um, you know no medals or anything like that it was just a bit of a okay. bit of fun yeah, yeah. and the guy said to me just just open up your opener with a number that you're comfortable hitting for free reps. So I was like, okay, squat, I'll do like 190 kilos. I'm not very good at squats. Um, my bench press, I said, I'll open with 160. And he was like, hang on a minute. You want to open with a weight you're comfortable doing? And I said to him, I said, I can do that for free reps quite easily. And I think from then I thought, actually, you know, there might be something here. So that's why I specialize in bench press. So, yeah. Wow. So going, so going all the way back to that first sort of friendly competition, that's kind of like, yeah. this is my niche. This is what I'm going to go for. I'm going to perfect this. Yeah, and I tell you, it was the support that really drew me, you know. And yeah. like my, my wife came to my first competition and I was going there to, I don't know, I've always kind of looked at competitions as I'm there, so I, I need to win, you know. Right. And so I've done my first competition and – everyone's cheering for you when you're out there to do your lift even the people that you're going up against that you're going to beat if you get this lift and they're there shouting come on come on come on and i couldn't get my head around that i was like why are they trying to cheer me on if i'm going to try you know i'm going to beat them if i get this yeah and that's when it dawned on me you know everyone is so supportive you know in the sport that i'm doing and i love that absolutely love that that's incredible. It's and and so just from that first visit to the gym, you found out what you like. A supportive community, um, yeah. and so where did they go from there? I mean, we're we're on friendly competitions. Do you had to? It sounds silly, but do you have to network, or is it just a case of as you start picking up competitions, people start approaching you, or do you, are you just signing up for competitions, getting as as much yeah, experience I, as you can? Yeah. So I just I um. So the region that I'm in is called East Midlands. Yeah. And so I'll check on the website when the competitions come through. Right. Um, and then obviously you, you go to the competitions, you meet the people that are quite well known in powerlifting in the UK, you befriend them. Um, and then you kind of follow their, their tracks, um, meet new people. And then before you know it, you're kind of in a really strong circle of networking friends, you know, who, yeah who have your back, you have their back. They'll, they'll point you at directions for like training programs. 
um, you know, or I'll send them programs all for free because, you know, I, I like helping people out. That's, that's my thing. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. a very big believer of giving to the community for, especially in powerlifting, like bench press, especially I've got about 10 or 11 people at the moment that I coach online right. and, you know, they're, they're all fantastic people, people in America. I've got people, I've got one person in Japan and a lot of people in the UK as well. Majority UK based. Yeah. And yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. So who were your guys? Because every time we, we get an opportunity to speak to someone, they talk about their inspiration or, or someone that they, they really sort of in, were inspired by. Who was some of the people that in, inspired you? Because, like, I mean, in comedy, I'll have, like, my favourites, my heroes, and in wrestling or MMA or any type of sports, they got their heroes. Who was yours? So my, my go-to people are kind of the old school, like uh, Ed Cohen. Right. You know, watching someone like him is it's just crazy strong. Uh, Yuri Belkin, okay. who is like he weighs like 100 kilos and he can pull like 450 kilograms on a deadlift, which is insane. Wow. Uh, Luke Richardson, he was the first UK guy in powerlifting to break a thousand kilograms on a total. Yeah. Um, he coached me for a while. Um, you've got like Luke Tolman, I follow. Um, very close friend. He's, he's very, very strong. Um, but my favorite to like to follow at the moment is just sounds cliche. I know it's, but it's my wife and it's my, uh, it's our eldest son, Josh, who is 16 and he's into powerlifting and our little one, Vinny, who's like six, who can pretty much press the barbell on his own. It's, it's, what? it's crazy. Yeah. What? It's, it's mad. So honestly, like... we set it up and he, we had it on the pins where it's like, like um, so I used to train in a gym called fit performance. Uh -huh. And we set the bar up on the pins. And I said to my little one, I was like, go on, you know, press it if you want, thinking he ain't going to get it anyway. You know, he's only little. And he started pressing the bar up, and I was like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah, mad. And he's got, he's got his swell with, oh, swell with pride just seeing that. On some level, there's the dad thing of, whoa, 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 whoa. Careful, yeah. careful. And another one. But then you've got like, that proud. <laughs> go on, son. Yeah. Go if on. you look on my profile on Instagram, if you scroll through, there's a picture of my little one. And he's right. got his little top off. He's got abdominal muscles. He's got the shoulders. And I'm like, what? You know, how? Well, I feel Crazy. terrible. The second half of lockdown, with my top off, I look like a melted candle. So <laughs> that's that's not what any that's, that's an inspiration to me. Anyone watching, there's a six-year-old out there that is in much, not just a little bit, much better shape than me. Oh, me <laughs> so, too. I look like an ice cream that's melted in the, <laughs> like in the sun. It's terrible. <laughs> you're bulking up. You're getting ready. You're retaining. You need that. You need that for uh, for the exactly. summer. I don't know if that's uh, that's a thing. But I love the idea that the entire family are doing it because that support net is always so, so important uh, for, for any athlete, for any kind of performer. But um, one of the things I had to ask about, because there will be people watching and a couple of people have said, there is a distinct difference between how someone would train for powerlifting and how someone would train for strongman contest because uh, oh, a couple of people have already said, oh, is it this? And a layman like me trying to explain it is, isn't exactly right. But you said there's a lot of movement in strongman, even though you said I have a lot of respect for what the guys do. It's fantastic. Um, what is to a layman, what is the difference between powerlifting competitions, strongman competitions? So the main difference between the two is strongman have multiple events. 
Mm-hmm. You can't just specialize in one thing. You can't. Yeah. Otherwise, you're never going to get anywhere. Um, but these guys are picking up astronomical weights and they're moving with them and they do them for reps. Uh-huh. You know, so it's very rare that you'll come across a, a lift in strongman where it's a one rep max. You know, yeah. they like to do a lot of repetitions and movements and like melodies, things like that, medallies, whatever you call these medallies. And uh, whereas powerlifting is very static lifts, you yeah. know, so squat, bench press, and deadlifts, there's not a lot of movement in your legs. Uh, other than when you unrack the squat, you walk it out. That's as far as we go. That is literally <laughs> as far as we go. So, yeah, cardio is not the best thing for a powerlifter. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So, but strongman, in my eyes, is just crazy because, you know, what they put their body through and the amount of injuries that they, they go through as well, you know, picking up yeah. the stones, you know, tearing a bicep quite easily with that, yeah. flipping tires, straight away tear a bicep, you know. Um, well, and, and seeing that, you're never going to love, you know, it's just the passion in the sports that I just absolutely adore. Oh, completely. And you can see that it's, we're going back to, to live events for a second. It's it's always amazing to see how athletes such as yourself, when you are going for those big lifts or or, or what have you, you guys feed off the crowd, you feed off mm. uh, that passion, which is because it's a, a, such a community all around the globe. You mentioned it all the way from Japan. Uh, yeah. And you can see that from the powerlifting competitions and what have you are online or on on tv you can find ones out if you want to look i'll put some links in the comments to anyone that's watching tonight but um feeding off those crowds and like you say the atmosphere in the gym it's going to be it's going to be really different right now obviously i mean it's great that you've got that support mechanism how have you found training in lockdown because you've gone from training all around europe or or uh, going to events all around europe to training in lockdown are, are you still able to look forward to those competitions yeah, I mean, I've got hope that they're going to be there soon. Um, mm. But training in the house is completely different to the point where if I can get close to what I was at just before right. lockdown started, when I'm at home, then when the gyms reopen again and I'm back in my environment, then I'm only going to escalate. You know, oh, my strength will continue. Um, but it's so hard to train in the front room when you've got kids watching Teen Titans, yep. <laughs> you know. And then I'm literally watching it as well. And, but it's weird as well because, you know, it's literally just here. I don't have the time to get to the gym to psych myself up. You know, I've got my friends shouting at me, slapping me on the back, you know, whereas now I'm literally just get off the sofa, sit on the bench, (laughs) you know, (laughs) very difficult, very difficult, but it's it's enjoyable. Is that your way of letting your wife know that maybe you're not into the TV shows or the films that she's watching? <laughs> just halfway through, you get up and go, I, th- I think I'll do a couple of reps. <laughs> yeah, just in- I'm literally, yeah, it does get like that sometimes, you know. Yeah, The worst part is when you're trying to lift and then just, you know, adverts come on the telly and it's like, that's just completely froze me now. You know, I'm listening to something that's about washing hair, <laughs> you know, and then I'm trying to do a lift. <laughs> Is it, it, sounds, it sounds silly, but it, it, it's such a it's such a niche thing as well. But um, do you listen to things that will ramp you up, get your blood going, get your your blood pumped yeah. up? I'm doing a, a yeah, work absolutely. Like my my go to is like a corn um, nice. block party. They're like an old school. Um, I'm not a big fan of like R and B. I like hip hop, but R and B not so much. Um, right. I like 
you know, like dubstep, like the old school garage, you know, that's, yeah. that's crazy good. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's exactly what you need. That's exactly what you need. So, um, yeah. We've got a couple of uh, questions coming in just uh, just quickly. Um, some really good ones as well. Uh, but actually, we've got to get to uh, well, first of all, we've got to get to your beard, which is getting an unbelievable amount of compliments. Uh, it should be said at this point. Um, let's see, where's Grant, awesome. Grant here? Uh, let's see. I can see. I can see your beard from here. Um, uh, once again, that's one straight tidy beard. I have to say that um, I found a, a picture of you uh, with the beard looking. Amazing. We've got to talk to everyone through lockdown. Your beard's looking fantastic at this point. I don't think I've ever seen it so groomed uh, to the point. It is coming in quite nicely, eh? I trimmed it the other day, actually. It was getting quite long. It was like down here. Oh, no. So I trimmed it myself. Um, but, yeah, I've, I'm, quite, I'm quite lucky with this, you know. The colouring, when it first started coming through, I was like, oh, no. A little bit of grey in the middle. And I thought, let's grow it out, see what happens. Kind of resembled a badger. But <laughs> the older I'm getting, I'm, I'm pulling the Santa Claus look off soon. Oh, man. I've just got this stupid little bit. <laughs> There's <laughs> dots of grey right there. I, wouldn't, I just want the bit in the, the front. It's literally two little dots right there. I look like a dice. Like this. <laughs> that's, why I keep, that's why I keep shaving it down. I look ridiculous. Um, but... Um, Practical things first. Does the beard get in the way of uh, training? We've got to ask that question. No, no. However, when I'm doing handouts on a bench, when I'm sweating, you don't realise where the where the, when it goes into your beard, you don't know it's there. Oh. And then right. I'll do a handout. The person will, I'll be like, you know, they'll be counting me down three, two, one, and then all of a sudden you just get a drip come straight through the beard, <laughs> straight on their face. Sometimes oh, I've even got them in the mouth. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> that gives what we call, that gives me what we call in Scotland the bulk. Uh, I think that would be <laughs> the bulk. Yeah. It's when, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's not good. But no, but my my beard is quite straight, like you said. You know, I um, it is. It is the whole way of grooming for me when I first started, obviously with growing the beard. Um, it was a little bit wiry all over the place. Uh -huh. And I just all of a sudden thought, my, my wife's got this round hairbrush and it's got like right. metal in the middle so it can kind of keep hold of heat. Okay. And I just straighten the beard, put it, you know, turn the beard, blow dry it down with a hairdryer straight away. It just grows oh. nice, nice and straight now. Sorted. It's, it sounds like a, a silly thing, but when did you start growing the beard? Was it, was it, were you, were you going for a look? Were you going for a, a brand? Or was it just like, I want to grow a beard? I want to grow... No, I, I got... Uh, I think it was just getting cold. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to grow a beard. Just to cover, you know, just to get a bit of warmth on the face. And like the colouring on my beard kind of got a little bit of, um, you know, like people liked it. So I thought, oh, you know, just keep growing it. And I think now if I shaved it off, my wife would leave me. Oh, no. She's likes it. Yeah. She's on board. She remembers the length of your beard, the way you remember when she first uh, when she first lifted in the gym. I don't. It's it's the perfect story. It's the perfect story. Um, yeah. But in terms of your involvement with uh, with bra, uh, you're a, a bra athlete. We're so excited, of course. Yeah. Um, but how did that come about? Was it was it John approaching you? Because I know he seems no, to be. No, there's um, when I used to train in a gym local to me. There was a guy that was working there called um, Damien Reese. Very right. popular on the beard. 
yeah, Damo. Yeah. He does the Damo pose on the. Uh, there's a, a Facebook page called I Beard, I think it's called. He's always on there, and he got me. Um, well, I think he spoke to Broadbeard and said, like, you know, would you guys be interested in Richard? He's an he's an athlete. He's on the British team. And then talking back and forth, yeah, and that's where it all started. And I think I've been there over a year now, one yeah. of the uh, sponsored athletes. And I just, I'm so blessed with it. You know, the company's amazing. The guys are, they're so friendly. Yeah. And the products, you you can't floor them, you know. I was actually going to say that my favorite product I've got at the moment, which is, I, I kind of keep on ordering it, is this one. Oh, there we go. The anniversary one. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. It's so yeah. good. This is probably like my fifth one I've had in a row. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's so nice on how it makes the beard feel. And it, it's such a crazy thing that people don't think about, particularly with, with men. You always go back to like 20, 30 years ago that maybe, you know, people wouldn't thought like, oh, you're putting oil in your beard, you're looking after yourself. You're just meant to be a hairy man, but it just kind of, it kind of adds to everything. It adds to your self-confidence, and particularly during this time, adds to, uh, do you think there's a little bit of, gives you a boost when you you know you look good, little mental. Yeah, and it's the, it's, it's the condition it makes it feel, you know, yeah. it's a bit glossy yeah. and it smells nice. You know, and people, you know, when I'm at work, people will say to me all the time, they're like, I've had like barbers that will be like, I love the shape of your beard. And, you know, it's in such good condition. And it's like, yeah, man, I, I you know, I, I spend a lot of time making sure it looks nice, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, well, there's some people that don't, so it's good to hear more people. That, yeah. And it's nice that you're putting that in because if someone is going to taste your sweat, it might as well have a little flavor <laughs> to it uh, as it, as it yeah. drops to the mouth. Um, exactly. what's, what's the plans for going forward then? I mean, obviously we're in lockdown. Everything is, um, we're all a little unsure of where things are, are going to end up, I think, at this moment. But we all know that we're heading in a positive direction. It might not feel yeah. like it just out to anyone watching, but we know we're heading in a positive direction. What's the what's the plans going forward? Obviously, what, what would be the ideal scenario? Because you mentioned, of course, you got the uh, you got your British uh, top. They give you – I love this. We, we talked about this just before we went on. You get official gear given to you. Yeah, um, the company SBD. Uh, they give us they, clothes. Nice. They give us clothes. They give you like deadlift socks. They give you the t-shirt. Yeah, we get deadlift socks. We get t-shirts. Uh, we get wrist wraps. We get the singlet that has the GBR on the front. Amazing. They send us three of the t-shirts like these. Yeah, they look after do, us. It's nice. Do you, ever, do you ever pop it on to try and get a freebie? As ever, do you ever? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Just always hashtag them. You know, you have to do that. <laughs> So what's the, what's the ambitions? Obviously, you're you're training the first ever powerlifting championship family dynasty you've got going on. There's going to be yeah. somewhere out there in Europe or anywhere in the world, there's going to be someone that's also got a family like the, the Von Trapp somewhere that are going to take on the family <laughs> in a powerlifting contest. What's your ambitions then? What's uh, What would be the ideal scenario uh, if we could, if, if we knew everything was opening up in six months time, what would be the plan for you? My biggest goal that I want to achieve before I, you know, get to that point where I can't do this anymore, yeah. would I, I really, really, really would love to win a world championships. No, not a world record, just a world championships. Play it good, right. play it safe on the day. That would be my ideal. And because I'm getting older, it's quite easy because a lot of the people that are older don't lift as much. You know, the youngsters nowadays are crazy strong. Yeah. 
So my goal is that. Um, and just to see my wife and my kids progress, give them the support. Yeah, that's all I need. That's all I need in life. Do you get, you, you seem to get a lot of, you mentioned coaching in the community. Um, do you get a lot out of the coaching side of it? You seem very, uh, you, you seem excited about it every time you talk about coaching someone or giving them some guidance. I love it. I've got one yeah. guy, like he's like my, my, my favorite person in all the world, man, because he's just so funny. He's, he's such a brilliant guy. And when I started coaching this guy, he's called Ashley Watson. He's the right. fastest powerlifter in the world. He does a 100-meter sprint in 10.5 seconds, I think it is, or 10 point. He's very quick. He, um, when he first came to me, he was benching 170 kilos. And now he's benching like 190 kilograms. And he's making it look easy. This guy's seriously strong. He's got a very strong squat and a very strong deadlift. The guy's oh. really cool. He really is. He's gonna be he's gonna be one of these online you just know he's gonna be one of these online sensations that's gonna go a certain way. Yeah. Is is that what you is that what you think the future would be like after you 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 if you you win the world championship? We'll just get that out of the way if we're going for the ideal scenario. You win the world championship and you're you think the future would be coaching? Uh yeah, I'd love to. Like I said, I don't I I have a normal job. I don't I don't you know the money in powerlifting doesn't interest me. My I just like to see people progress and you know, if I could be a, a coach to, you know, multiple, multiple people that just enjoy themselves and they're bettering themselves, that's what I need. I don't need people that can get world records. I want people that, you know, that have come from, you know, having, you know, like a state of mind of depression. Like one of my one of my guys that I coach, Darren, he's yeah. he's a, an ex-army vet. Right. Very, very. When I met him, he was very depressed, very um, out of shape. And... I got talking to him. I've been training with him now like for over a year. Um, and he's become like my brother, you know, and he is so strong mentally now. Oh, it's, it's such a beautiful thing to see. It really is, you know. So um we've got a couple of we've got a couple of questions coming in as well. So I've got to ask you about that because you mentioned yeah. how people um I mean you mentioned Darren and what his situation, how he's progressed. Lots of people are struggling with workouts and, and fitness, lockdown fitness, I think we should say. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a couple of tiered questions. First of all, outside of lockdown, if anyone is interested, they're wanting to get into powerlifting, whether it be competition or not, what would be your 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 first couple of tips in order to uh, maybe make those first strides towards it? The first strides towards powerlifting would be um, don't don't try and make yourself better than anyone else. It's all about you. You know, right. you're only as good as you can be. Right. And if you put the hours in it, you put the, the time in it, you know, great things do come out of this. You know, yeah. like I said before, if some people, you know, very, uh, they suffer from depression. They don't have a lot. They're not very, you know, their nerves are quite high. You know, they're not very good at communicating. Hmm. With this, you'll find that people will talk to you. You know, people will support you. And, yeah, I think that would be very good for people that need that in their life. Um, and I'm always here. You know, I don't care what time of the day is. Send me a message. You know, talk to me. If you're depressed, I am one of these people. I love I love just talking to people. 
And whether it be about powerlifting or just day-to-day life, if you're struggling, just hit yeah. me up. I'm always here. Yeah. People are, are some people are living in their headspace maybe a bit too much during yeah. this, and they could do with venting that. So that's, that is awesome. Uh, but well, I've got to ask this in terms of uh, home workouts. Right? Certainly at the moment, mm-hmm. we don't all have the Gibson Gymnasium, uh, so <laughs> there, which I'm sure it's going to be open for memberships as soon as we're all <laughs> to get back to the gym. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just, uh, we get a lock. We get a couple of lockers put in in the kitchen. It's going to be great. It's yeah, damn great. right, that'll be good. <laughs> All the extra cash coming in. Um, but uh, um, in terms of home work workouts, we've we've spoken to many people. We've spoken to uh, yoga instructors that talk about the strength and a little bit of cardio and what have you. But if someone was specifically wanting to look into to strength stuff, I think that's really what we're talking about here. Have you got any advice for people that are doing those home? workouts just now because gymnasiums i'm not sure about down south i've just thought about this i think most gyms are closed just now down south is that still the case yeah yeah and they then, are all closed we're, here as well we're the same up here in, in scotland and and exercises are having some curbs put on them what advice could you give to anyone that was maybe either wanting to maintain the strength or, or build it anything that they they should try and get in maybe um any advice that you'd give them yeah, I mean, obviously your nutrition is important. You know, mm. you don't want to be binging on ice cream and chocolate all day. You know, keep yourself Damn healthy. Damn it! Um, <laughs> but you need... But the thing is as well, like, I don't know if you guys have the same problem, but if you're trying to buy, like, weights and things like that now, because the gyms are shut, people are putting prices so high. It's crazy. And, yeah, I feel bad for people that need you know, to kind of maintain what they've achieved, but they can't mm. because obviously with the money, the best thing I can suggest is get yourself some resistance bands, Right. you know, put the bands around your arms, do press ups with the bands on you. You can hold onto objects that have a bit of weight to them, lay on the floor, Yeah. press the objects up through the band as well. Yeah. That's going to add some resistance. You can stand on the band. You can do your squats. You can do deadlifts. You know, you can kind of work your way around certain things. It will never be as good as the gym, let's be honest. However, you're still doing something, and that's going to put you ahead of people that aren't doing anything. Definitely. definitely. I mean, and, and you can get ban- – at least bands seem to be about the one thing that don't seem to have gone up in prices. I think, like, even your average kettlebell sets now are just through the roof. But yeah. it won't matter because we're going to get all that sorted fairly Fairly soon, fairly soon. I, I get the feeling it's it's uh, it's going to be great. Man, I hope so. Where can people get in touch here? Because we know you're you're big on Instagram. Uh, you've also got the Facebook page as well. Where's the best place for people to get in touch? And uh, what's going on for the the, the gym geek? <laughs> if you like, what's it? What's the best <laughs> place you can get so, in touch? Yeah, uh, you can contact me on Facebook on the gym geeks uh, gym geeks online. I've got like twenty five thousand people on there that follow me. Yeah. Um, you can go on my Instagram page. Um, which is, I think that's just official gym geeks. Yep. And that's a good one to reach hold of me. Um, I'll always be there to talk to people or just my normal profile, which is Richard Gibson. So it's nice and easy. Yeah, hit me track, up. track everything he's doing, get in touch about everything as well. Uh, he's, yeah, please he's do. And, and I'll make sure to pop all those uh, in the, uh, the comments below. Richard, this has been an absolute delight. This has been so much fun. Uh, And I I think a lot of people have been educated tonight. And uh, (laughs) we look forward to uh, all attending your gymnasium when it opens. We're very, very excited about that. Uh, That's really good. That's what I want. 
we'll get uh, we'll get uh, I'm trying to think of another games console. We'll get the new. I don't know what the new Xbox is called. I feel terrible. Uh, the new X, the X X series or something. Is it, I don't is know. it the X series? What are we talking about? If it's not a Switch, sure. I'm not sure. I was just thinking. I I knew that answer until that second. Uh, I know I someone's. I don't be... know. I, I know it's all. I know is the PlayStation Five. You know that's, that's true. And we had to drive a long way to get that. I, I just I literally gave up. I literally gave up. I wanted it for the new Spider-Man game, and I just yeah. I just gave up. It was like some guy that wanted to sell me one for like eight hundred quid in a car park. It's like. I'm going to get mugged. <laughs> I try and go and get that. That has not yeah. happened. Well, they'll just yeah. sell you the actual box. They're like, the box. Know, that's all I'm kidding. Yeah. Anyone that's out there doing that, just get in the sea. You're the worst person that's ever happened if somebody's doing that. I never yeah. thought we'd do. Uh, I know someone's just hit me up in the comments. This is going to be me getting blasted for the, the place. Oh, they don't know what the name is of the Xbox is now. Thanks very much. Uh, that was valuable. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, Richard, what I'll do is I'll pop you in the green room and I'll finish up here and uh, and I'll close off uh, broadcast tonight. Right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for yeah. Mr. Richard Gibson. Thank you very much, mate. Um, we hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Uh, I thought it was an absolute blast. Make sure to check out everything Richard's doing. We'll make sure to put that in the comments as well and get in touch if you're interested. Uh, we're going to be back on broadcast next Thursday night. Don't forget, if you fancy listening to this when you're out and about, we are now on Spotify. And today we got confirmed we're an Apple podcast as well. We're taking over the world. You can listen to all the archives of broadcast. And don't forget to head over and check out all the merchandise, everything that's going on right now over at Broadbeard Oils. Com. Uh, I've been Billy Kirkwood. I hope you've enjoyed the show of sorts. Uh, well, here's the bit of every show where I try my best not to look at the screen when I play the closing credits. Will I manage it tonight? Who knows? That's not happening. Not happening. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs>